0: Metal the Archives. Me and you is
1: season two. Alright, let's kick it.
0: Welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalhead. you got Marky Malpas and And J.D.K. That was Interitum with Beneath the Filth. Join here with the guys from Interitum. (coughs) Get everyone to announce themselves and their position in the band. So if we go left to right, we'll just introduce each each person from the band.
2: Hi, I'm Kelly um, and I'm the vocalist.
3: Cool. I'm Trent,
0: bassist. Uh, Jared and I play guitar. Uh, Paul, I play drums. Cool. Yep. Oh, all, all right. Well, um, so you guys just came here from the Melbourne show last night, which you uh, headed straight from there, I guess. How, how's the um, how's travelling around Australia been so far?
1: I feel very old. <laughs> very old.
0: You are.
1: Uh, I am. I've done a lot of sleeping
3: in cars. <laughs> a Lot of sleeping in cars.
0: It sounds like we got someone ready to do the driving next. Next part of the tour, right?
1: I'm, I'm too young, apparently. Uh, oh right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And untrustworthy. <laughs> yeah, not I'm in, not insurable. <laughs> no. Ah, uh, yeah, that's what that's my biggest problem when I went to Yep. Yep.
0: That's cool. All right, so you guys, um, you did Melbourne last night. Um, you've got Canberra tonight, and also you've got Smoky Dan's down at um, Tomikin tomorrow. Yep. Um, is there any other dates on the tour?
2: Not this one, no.
0: Yep. No. Just doing this side. That's good. Yep. You got the good, good, good side here. Well, well, I guess I'm kind of biased since you guys are coming through Canberra. I'm always going to prefer that. Yep. Um, the Melbourne show last night. Whereabouts was that at? Bendigo
1: Hotel. Bendigo Hotel. <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> No, that's good. It, it wasn't, a, wasn't a bad show. It was a yeah. lot of fun. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's good, man. It's good, good, good venue, man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, a great venue. venue.
0: Yeah. We um, have been doing uh, shows here at the basement. Like This is episode um, 49 of Canberra Metalheads, and we've done like probably about maybe 30% of our episodes here, um, and the rest we do in the studio, and we always get comments on different venues around the place, so it's always cool to hear um, feedback on, on different places. How do you find it here at the basement?
2: Yeah. Looks good so far. Yeah. Yeah, we were pretty impressed
0: with it so far. Yeah, so we're yeah. at the After Dark Bar. Actually, I'm kneeling on the stage right now for this episode. So, um, yeah, it's everyone will be listening back in hindsight. Um, to the episode and um, remembering over the show um, what do you guys got um, in in store for tonight any any surprises on stage
1: slow and heavy hopefully yeah that's not a, a surprise no <laughs> we've got a couple of new songs coming yeah, yeah.
2: in from our album that we're writing yep so yeah i guess they're surprises yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah
1: some new songs yeah. new songs. pretty much a lot of them will be new for canberra audience i guess well, unless yeah, they're already fairly familiar before, with
0: yeah. us yeah, but, yeah cool uh, is, is this your first time in canberra yeah it is yep. excellent yeah, yeah, and um, have you done? So you guys are initially from Tasmania, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's get more into that. Which uh, which part of Tasmania you from?
2: Um, kind of all over the north section. Yep. Scattered
0: a bit across yeah, the north side. Yeah, we're from Launceston. Yep.
2: Poles from.
1: I'm in Railton, yep. and I live in Port Sorell.
0: Okay. Cool. So right up the north side. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. You um, you guys done um any other places aside from um. Like Canberra and Melbourne before. Have you been have done a mainland tour before?
1: No, first time. We we played Blister Metal Fest last October. Yep. yep. And uh, also Ballarat. We yeah. did a show there. Yep. The Eastern, yeah. But yeah. that's our only trips to the mainland so far. Excellent. So far, so far.
0: And uh, you guys, I hear that the uh, the scene's pretty rad down in um, Tassie as well. Have you done any um, festivals or shows down there before this?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've done quite a few gigs. There's actually a lot of really cool. Tassie heavy bands yep. Around these days The scene's not huge There's not a lot of venues Yeah. There's really only A handful of venues For the whole state But mm. there's some Really cool bands That are worth checking out For sure right.
0: Yeah well you're Definitely one of them as well So it's rad to have you Up here on the mainland
1: Any that you want to name drop <laughs> who, who are your favourites <laughs> Mahola. I like A lot, like, Yeah Um
3: uh, mine's in Motion, Yeah, one of, my one of the old school boys, Gabe, they, they're always good. Yeah. yeah, sick.
1: Boys from Gabe are Rad. Right. we've done a co-tool with them before. Yeah, no.
3: yeah. Rick's pretty, pretty out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Yeah, so uh,
1: it's just yeah, it a speaks. really good quality of yeah, yeah. a band in Tassie. It's
0: it's great to see that bands are getting more reach now. Like I remember, I, probably only a few years ago, oh there wasn't common that you'd see it like as many bands interstate coming through. But now we're getting like national, international um, bands come through all the time. So it's really cool.
1: Yeah, it's also cool how the state government there in Tasmania does a lot of like arts grants and funding for that for that kind of thing there in yeah. Tasmania. Yeah, yeah, um, good with that. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's amazing to see. The, that kind of level support yeah. from
0: from the figureheads, you know what I mean? Are you guys all from, born and bred Tasmania, or um, have we got are some you, inter- you uh, mainlanders? I mean,
1: yeah, I'm originally from New South Wales. Yeah, yeah right. North Coast. Yeah, okay. Um, just too bloody hot in summer and too expensive to buy a house up there, so I bailed
0: out. Yeah, man. Well, it sounds like you made the right choice. I've yeah. been down to Tassie a couple of times. Um, just, you know, family vacations and things like that. Luke, has been down there too, my brother from South Coast. And, yeah, beautiful um, country, huh? Uh, yeah, it's really... I went to school down there for a little bit um, in Leah Valley in, in Hobart. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was a... Man, when you're a kid and you're just looking out the kitchen window, seeing Mount... Mount Wellington. Wellington, there yep. we go. Um, then... You're like, well, snow capped mountains and things like that, that I would have would have just outside the kitchen window. You were uh, formed all together now into one band, but what's some of the history behind um, individual projects? Have you guys been in bands before this? Uh,
3: honestly, I hadn't played in a band situation since high school, which would go back, which to discover I discovered today. Oh, it was uh, around about 24, 25 years ago. I've, I've always loved your bass, but yeah. yeah. I
2: haven't played since high school, so yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've been in quite a few bands, yeah, cool. um, even Pantera cover bands, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, awesome. right. Um, what was your
0: role in the Pantera cover band? You're doing vocalist. vocals
2: now. Yeah, there's yep. a in that as well. Um, yeah, so, but, oh, did lots of different stuff. Some I in originals, some covers. It's just been all over the board, really.
0: Yeah, cool. Yeah. And um, how do you find the the difference? I mean, obviously, you're an original band now. Um, do you do any covers I- in in interim?
2: We have only done one cover ever, and it was an Ivana one. Yep. It Didn't go down that great, so we just stuck to our original stuff. Cool. <laughs> not, that, not that we suck doing it; it just didn't <laughs> go down <the> well. <laughs> no.
0: that's good. I think that a lot of the time, um, like, by and large, I think a lot of the the fans that will seem to follow you closely tend to prefer originals Yeah, obviously covers have their place i mean it's always good to good to have like you know like there's cover bands and things like that that, that nail it mm-hmm. but you know if you can supply originals over and over it's always rad to have that yeah
1: yeah we we support all original bands yeah and uh yeah
0: you know yeah we we've had um so we had one other band on the show before called live evil and they do a lot of like Dio, iron maiden covers and things like that yeah. um and uh, they even did a show here where they played like pretty much a song from a bunch of bands um which was it's cool like they had their place but yeah it's good to see some originals going out and things like that um so i was we caught up with uh lukey and barnsey for um, an interview last week and just talking a bit more about you know how you guys Came across the the tour and like the whole how it all came about because I was like, how come a band from Tassie just um, rocked up, came across the radar? He said that Trent messaged him and said, you know, hey, I see that you guys um, have got some stuff going on, and that's how it hooked up. Um, How are you finding the whole, um, you know, doing the first national tour? I guess how are you finding that whole process?
3: Uh, It was a bit nerve wracking to start with. um, I mean, last night. Sort of kicked Dot off with a whole bunch of issues at the airport. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's the rest of it's fun. I mean, these guys are fun to be with and we yeah. love making the music, so yeah, it's just tiring, I guess. Cool. I know we're only just starting out, I did, but lack of sleep's going to get me eventually. It gets you, yeah, yeah. I think it catches up with
0: everybody. <laughs> I, d- I did see all the kit that you guys had to get through airport, so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: Yeah, that, that's a lot for it. Bit of an extended weekend trip, but yeah, it's, it's all good. Oh
0: man, it's just good to see that you guys bring as much as you can. I, I guess you. Um, it's always best to have as much of your own gear as you can, but it's always like when you're traveling, you got to be mindful of how much, how much you got to take. Pack
1: light versus <laughs> have your sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. That's yep. probably the only real drawback from being in Tassie is just that, that problem of getting over, the, over Bass Strait yeah. to get to the rest of the mainland, Yep. you know even if we were based regionally in, in Victoria or New South Wales, it's we can throw stuff in our own car and just use a bit of fuel, mm. you know, ferry rides or, or yeah. plane fares tend to run into a little bit of money yeah, pretty yeah. often, so it makes it a bit difficult, so we try and condense our gear down as much as we can to make it a bit easier.
0: Cool. Something we've been talking a bit more about on the show, which is like the tech behind like, you know, what, what your, your stage setup and things like that is. Um, is there anyone that has any sort of um, particular instrument that they want to like, I guess, brands that they stick with or use? Start with you.
1: I, I'm not terribly fussy. Anything that sounds good, I'll use. Yep. Um, I'm using a lot of Sabian cymbals at the moment and I think are really cool. Yep. I've just picked up some rec cymbals as well, which are Australian. Um, guy based in Melbourne, and they sound pretty good. They're yep.
0: really good value for money. Um, apart from that, I'm yeah pretty easily pleased. Yeah, uh, as long as it sounds cool. That's cool, man. It, it's like sounding cool is what
1: you dig, I well, guess. Yeah, it's like an it opinion anyway. But everybody <laughs> else kind of likes it. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, man. cool, man. Well, sometimes if you're confident in what you think sounds good, it also shows in the band as well. One bit of gear that you couldn't live without?
1: Oh, the guitar. I've
3: got a uh, Les Paul Studio Gibson yep. and. Uh, pretty much a relic. I shouldn't be using it for touring, I should really buy something that's cheaper and if it breaks, not as valuable but <laughs> yeah it's, it's an amazing piece of equipment. And almost anything I plug into it makes it sound just that bit better. Yeah, Rad. Uh, for me it's got to be me Harky bass head. I've had uh, BC Rich bass and now I play a Jackson bass but with the Harky it's just a low, deep, thump, thumping sound
0: that I love. Yeah, right. Okay. And what what um, what um do you pair that with? Um, um,
3: yeah. Pedal. I've got the uh, Big Muff, Metal Core, Boss Metal Core, and a yep. Boss uh, Super Overdrive with it as well, and that's my me three pedals with a Big Muff or
1: something. Nice. Lots of fuzz. Lots of fuzz.
0: And rum. I love it. Yeah. Cool, big, man. Big, I'm looking forward to hearing that tonight as well. And um, yourself?
2: Um, I use TC Helicon stuff. Yep. Um, I've got the Voice Live Extreme 3 that I use. And I love that pedal, also. and I also have the microphone that goes with it. Um, I'm sort of fussy about microphones; so having my own is the best thing for me. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. Well, you got the out of all the equipment to carry. I guess the microphone and the board's probably a little bit easier than like a yeah, full drum kit. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: don't have
0: nowhere near as much. Uh, I'd love to see a band that had really fussy drummer that needed his
1: kit for touring. <laughs> that, that's us, man. Yeah. <laughs> Quick kicks, punishment, man. Oh Just yeah. Quick kicks. Yeah, yeah. Can't can't use anything else. You've got to have the signature kit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's
0: stupid, yeah. So, um, <laughs> like if you know, not, not like, that as stupid
1: as a sound, but <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> it, it's a lot of gear to carry whenever you go to do a show,
0: yeah. That's it. Well, we got, um, if you guys know Jay's Inhuman Remnants Punishment and um, Unholy Vendetta as well. So, like, what do you got? Grind, um, black metal, and tech, yeah. And <laughs> so, um, that's why I included the tech section of the show because uh, people like Jay say hey let's hear a bit more about the
1: tech yeah so that and I'm a tech nerd yes <laughs> I, I just want to hear what everyone's using
0: yeah yeah <laughs> cool alright we'll um, we'll wrap it up with that that's the um, the um, start of the sh- show for the um, Capitals of the Coast tour um, kicking it off now tonight with um, with Canberra and then tomorrow with some Moki Dance um, and to close out the show thanks for listening now listen to a track by Territum this track's called Suck My Humanity.
1: Here on Canberra Interitum. Metalheads.
2: We're in Territum and you're listening to Canberra Metalheads.
0: Hello and welcome to the interview section of Canberra Metalheads. you got Margie Malpas.
2: And
1: Jay
0: key and um, today we're joined here with a representative from um, Orpheus Omega. Uh, we got
4: Joergen Cols, and I play guitar in Orpheus Omega.
0: Excellent, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for coming on the show and catching up with me at short notice. I know that yeah, I sent the email come through with um, the tour dates and things like that. It was something that I jumped on straight away. Probably even seen that I jumped the gun, it's getting in nice and early, <laughs> just uh, queuing it up off the um, off the um, off the schedule. So you know how it is. Organising um, interviews. Come Coming up, is, uh, it's always fun when, when you guys hit us up first, so appreciate having you on the show.
4: Yeah, It's my pleasure to be here, and um, obviously, you know, um, this was always going to be a pretty interesting um, sh- show um, and just in general a tour because Omnium have never been here, so you know, we're pretty excited about what's about to happen. And um, you know, when we've been getting people in touch, obviously, it's been exciting as well because obviously we've got a new album out and stuff, so it's um, yeah, it's exciting times in general.
0: Excellent. Um is this the first time you guys have been in Canberra? You said?
4: N- no, no, we've been here a few times now. I think oh, off the top of my head it would be at least the fourth or fifth time, I think. Yep. Don't quote me on that, but um yeah, no, we've played Canberra a few times and the basement has definitely become one of those favorite venues to play across Australia. Yeah, oh, that's awesome.
0: Good to hear that, man. We uh get a lot of feedback. Um on on the venue over the uh, over the years, I've been here for working here for a few years now, and uh, just good to hear the uh, the feedback after years and years of people coming here. Like you said, four or five times, um, it evolves over the over yeah. the, over the visits. Uh, have you found that it's gotten better each time? I guess.
4: Uh, look, I the first time we came out here was it's the old setup. I don't think it was set up quite the same, yep. um, and the sound system wasn't as um, good, and um, the stage was nowhere near as big, but. After the, I think that was after the second show we did here. It was still that sort of arrangement. Then the third time we came out, it was all redone. And it's just, it's probably one of the best venues in Australia for these sorts of shows because there's heaps of room for people to get in. Um, The stage is really, really good. Um, The sound system in there is awesome. So you know, if you have the right guy behind the desk, you can definitely get an amazing sound out of it. Um, And yeah, every time we've played here, and every band who's come through, even international bands, they're just like. This is a grass venue, so it's better than some club venues in Europe and stuff, so it's definitely up there.
0: Cool. Speaking of uh, different venues around the world, uh, this is your first Australian date, but you had chose prior to this in the tour.
4: We had four in Japan. Okay, four. um, And... Omnium have had a few across China, Taiwan, um, and Japan, I believe, with yep. the shows they played. Um, but we we only joined them for the Japanese shows with okay. Star Symmetry as well. Yep. Um, and yeah, it was um, our first time in Japan, so it was um, pretty exciting for us to just get over there and experience how they do things there. We've always heard really good things about the Japanese crowds and the scene. And um, yeah, it was a great, great experience for us. Tokyo was definitely a highlight. We played two mm-hmm. shows in Tokyo and both were sold out, so it was... Um, really rewarding to play to so many people and um, get the reaction that we got. So yeah, it was awesome.
0: Oh, perfect, man. That's that's good to hear. How how are you finding the international travel? I know you said that you uh, travelled up from Melbourne this morning. Um, how's how's the early starts going?
4: Um, good. Look, it's we're kind of used to it now. I mean, we we generally try to keep things as simple and as um, affordable as possible. I mean, you know, sometimes you do have to spend quite a bit to get around the country even, um, regardless of international tours, but places like Canberra and Sydney and even Adelaide, it's viable to drive. Um, So, you know, we generally do that. um, And yeah, look, we got up early this morning and after a fairly early arrival the previous day, but, you know, even though we're a little tired, I think, as soon as the show starts, you sort of get amped up for it anyway and um, you, you forget that you're tired, you forget that you're sore and you just get on with the job. So it's yep. um, it's exciting adrenaline to be here. In. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Once the adrenaline kicks in, you're just rearing to go. So get going, you yeah. can get tired a few hours later once it you know, wears off. Once the show's done. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man. No, that's good. How's it? What about the um, the traveling with other bands and stuff like that? Do you guys have much crossover? I know that obviously you probably share some um, some backline and stuff like that. How's yeah, that all going?
4: Yeah. Look, um, depending on the tour you're on, sometimes you know you travel completely separately to the bands yep. you're playing with. mean, um, you g- generally sometimes you don't even see them until the show night um, or just the sound checks. But you know, depending on the band, some bands are a bit more. I guess open and a bit more cruisy with the way they do things so they're less regimented mm-hmm. so you do get to spend more time with them you do get to know them a little bit better with um, these boys um, we've toured with Insomnium in the past and Marcus who plays guitar in Omnium Gatherum plays in Insomnium as well so we've already yep. built a relationship with oh, him cool, cool. Um, so he already knew us as did their sound guy Sammy so um, we already had a bit of a rapport there um, and it made you know the interaction and the introduction a lot easier for us um, yeah, so it's just been, it's been really communal. We shared, you know, buses in Japan with them. So, yep. you know, we've all had a chat. We've hung out. We've had a few drinks and all that sort of stuff. So it's um, definitely more familiar than with bands you've never toured with before. Um, so, yeah, no, it's been good. And these guys are just awesome dudes. And they're always happy to, you know, say hello and hang out and just have a chat about whatever. So it's been making the, the travel aspect of it and being away from home that little bit easier because you're with people that you can talk to and have a good time with. So yeah, no, it's been really good.
0: That's good, man. It's good to hear. And traveling, I mean, also, um, it, it can be difficult at the best of times, so it's good that the process has been good for you, man. Are you one of the original members of the band?
4: Yeah, so Chris, Matt and myself have been here from the start. Yep. Um, Kez joined just before the launch of the first album mm-hmm. and Nathan joined shortly after our first tour in asia um so they've been around for a little while now um so they know how you know how we do things but chris myself and matt have been here from the very start so we've seen every version of this band and every um change in the style and just the way we do things evolve over the years um we've we've also been here for all the worst parts of it as well um yeah but um but, no, yeah, there's three of us still in the band and still going strong, and I think we'll continue to do that moving forward anyway.
0: That's good, man. Yeah. So you mentioned, like, some of the changes in the band as far... As, is that, like, as far as sound, or do you, do you like to mix it up? Do you think you guys are moving towards, like, more of a different sound with the newer stuff?
4: I think with the newer stuff, it's just more refined. It's more focused in what we were trying to achieve with the previous album, Pardon Vita Mortem. Um, I think we really sort of started to, I guess, hit our stride in the last album yep. um, and I think Where Your Sins um, definitely captures more of that and is a bit more polished because we definitely had a, a direction we were aiming for. I don't think we've changed immensely. I mean, I think deep down the core is still um, embedded in that melodic death metal mm-hmm. um, sub-genre but I think we're bringing things in from other areas of our creative minds and just other genres as well to just meld it to be something that is I guess inherently Orpheus Omega, um, without mm-hmm. trying to sound pretentious or anything like that. Um, I guess you always sort of strive to write music that you know people listen to and they go, oh, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope and feel like we're definitely doing that this time around, but at the same time, still writing music that we're happy with. Um, so yeah, I'm, I guess on this album, we really focused on writing music we loved um, and wanted to perform. And I think with every song, we definitely have that. Um, so. You know, the response has been pretty good thus far, so it seems like people are feeling the same thing about it, which is, you know, the most that we can ask for.
0: Excellent, man. That's good to hear that you... Um, yeah, it's evolving to a point where... And you, you guys seem to, I guess, after years together and having three, like, original members start to mesh with each other and have, like... Uh, you understand each other's writing styles more, yeah. playing styles. Do you Obviously, you have um, different shows um, live as to when you're practising sometimes. Yeah. Like, it might might change up how you how you play um do you find that it's different with crowds as well do you reckon that like you know the like the Japanese crowds tend to be different to like Australian crowds maybe
4: definitely I mean I think the 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 crowd based thing is definitely a cultural thing um and it's definitely regional as well I mean crowds in Melbourne are generally different to crowds in Brisbane for example just the way that they interact with the bands on stage and um how much merch they buy and things like that change city to city. Um, When you go country to country, it changes again. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just the way people are. Um, It's just what they're sort of, uh, I guess, what they're brought up doing and what they believe is the way to do things around going to shows and the rest of it. So not to a detriment to anyone in particular, but it's just... People are different everywhere you go. Everywhere. Um, so it's it's interesting to see that the dynamic is different. But I think I guess from a performer's point point of view, you always go out and put out the same show. Um, you always want to play at 100%. You yep. always want to put all your energy on that stage, regardless of how many people you're playing to and where you're playing. So you know if you pay if you're playing to 2,000 people or if you're playing to 10 people, you still need to put on the same show every night because consistency builds rapport. Um, And that's what's going to get you, I guess, noticed. And it's what's going to get people wanting to come to your shows next time you're in town, you know. Um, You can tell when a band hasn't quite reached, I guess, that level of experience or maturity when they're like, oh, there's only 10 people, so they stuff about, you know. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you see them in front of 100 people and you're like, oh, there's the show I want to see. If you can't do that every time, you're going to lose people as opposed to building on the fan base you've already got. So I think just always giving it everything and not worrying about how many people are there rather how you can capture the people that are there there and then mm-hmm. is the most important part of a, a live show for us so i think we've tried to maintain the consistency and over the years we've gained that experience from playing with bigger and bigger bands and seeing you know a band like omnium gatherum um you know play to maybe uh, i can't remember how many people but let's say 60 people yeah and then play to the 250 people, Yeah, yeah. it was the same show. Yeah, you know, yeah. The energy was right. They were interacting with the crowd in the exact same way and they weren't up there going, oh, there's only this many people yeah, here. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's I, I think being humble and understanding that the crowd's there for you so you may as well put on the best show you can.
0: Absolutely, man. No, it's uh, definitely some wise words there already. Like Just from seeing gigs over the years, working behind the, behind the bar, it's cool to see that um, somebody else say what I'm kind of thinking with, with things like that. And also, like, you see the guys at Omnium before, like, um, doing the sound checks, like, they nearly put... You can nearly feel the energy just from the sound check as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> Although that's not even a performance that you'd usually yeah. expect. Um, you know, you, when you got people watching you sound check and um, getting excited as if it was an actual show yeah it's,
4: it's a rewarding thing and i think they're, they're just fun guys like yeah. straight up they're just fun dudes yeah, so yeah. you know they definitely are happy to be here um obviously being the first time but they're also just happy to play i mean it's what they do and it's what they love so um they're always going to have a good time
0: excellent man so that's a little bit on you know the tour the bands and that sort of stuff have you uh had a lot of exposure to uh the local supports morium
4: uh, I have. We've played with them a few times now. Yep. Um, I think most of the times we have been in Canberra, um, and I think even in even in Sydney we've had okay. them on a show. I yeah, think. so or some got other people. shows as well. Yeah, yeah. We've definitely seen them a few times and had the opportunity to get to know them. And um, you know, uh, when these shows came around as an opportunity, you know, looking at bands that might get involved, their name came up right away. I mean, it wasn't even a matter of, oh, are they the right band or not? It was yeah more should probably be on that bill eh? excellent um so you know you got to have the right bands in the right areas because they know their city um and they know the punters so yep um and you know when you see a band work hard um it definitely helps as well um you know they do the work they you know they go out there and um, support the show and they get ticket sales through and that's important as well because you want People to come to these shows. Yeah, the l- so the
0: locals bring in some some yeah. local crowd, and in.
4: that's and that's what's important. Yep. And you know, apart from obviously being great musicians and a good live act as well, you yep. know, you want that that extra side of it because otherwise it doesn't quite fall into place yeah, so yeah. it's important hitting to it from all, all angles exactly cool
0: man alright well there's a little bit on the on the bands a quick little shout out there to Morium, the Locals and yep. um, so closing up um, do you have any um, you mentioned you've got a new album out is there um, you want to do any plugs for that at the moment what, yeah. where can that be um, found
4: so it can be found at our merch desk tonight yep. um, <laughs> it can be found on our website iTunes NerveGas Uh, JB Hi-Fi have it I believe as well Um, Bandcamp has it up as well Um, yeah just the usual places really Um, and yeah I mean we've got CDs and vinyls for the first time ever which is nice Mm -hmm. and the vinyls have a really cool like orange and purple splatter effect on them they look amazing so I'm really stoked with that Um, but yeah it's it's available now it came out 29th of March the um, sales have been really good and people have been picking it up and you know the The reviews we've had have been generally favourable, so you know we're excited about what it means for us. And you know, if people like what they hear, um, we've got a few singles out, and you can stream it all on Spotify anyway. So, if you like what you hear, definitely grab a copy. Um, I personally love having physical CDs still um, because I appreciate the work that goes into things like art and layout, um, and you know, being able to read the lyrics and the liner notes. So. Um, if you if you still love that, I think it's important to grab a CD and really support the bands out there. And um, yeah, it's just nice to finally have it out. It's been a long process. So
0: perfect, man. That's really good. So we'll close out the interview with the track from that album. Do you have a preferred um, song on there, or one that you'd think would be closing out the interview well? Uh,
4: I have to say, "Suffer" because it's my favourite song on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the other guys might be like, "No, nope, a different one." <laughs> but yeah, definitely "Suffer," just because it's short, fast, heavy, groovy and just doesn't take prisoners. So,
0: Excellent, man. We'll, uh, we'll close it out with Suffer, and we'll, uh, thanks for catching up, and uh, stick around now to uh, listen to a track here on Canberra Metalheads.
4: This is Dual from Orpheus Omega, and you've been listening to Canberra Metalheads. PYAKA!
1: PYAKA! BAM! <laughs> <laughs>